0: Ladies and gentlemen, hello. Welcome back to Papa Don't Preach. We uh, had a few weeks off there. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa, everyone. I am back from Japan. Uh, Bennett is back from... From from down the street. West L.A. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, how you been?
1: I've been good. Um, We uh, were talking beforehand, my wife, Natalie, she's out of town. Oh. Uh, on business, she's in Italy, which is like really out of town. Everybody's
0: traveling, but you. <laughs> but well, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna go piggyback on this trip at the end nice. uh, for like ten days, which would be fantastic. So I'm focusing on that and not focusing on the fact I got two kids by myself.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that's
1: I got help. I mean, I definitely have help, but you know, it's not twenty four hour day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not the help I need and deserve, but yeah, I got it. <laughs> so
1: that's what I've been up to. We'll we'll go more into uh, you know how I'm feeling in my the depths of this exhaustion going on right now, (laughs) but I want to hear about Tokyo. Oh, Japan.
0: Oh, Japan was, it was great, man. I went to Tokyo, Osaka and Kyoto in that order. And then back to Tokyo, we made the decision to come back and spend like a couple more days in Tokyo Mm -hmm. before we get on the plane. Because, you know, it doesn't make sense to get on a three hour train and then go to the airport. Boo. But man, it was amazing. I, uh, Tokyo's the type of, if you're an American, you go to Tokyo, it's the type of place that makes you, it gives, like, uh, you get more faith in humanity. Like, your faith in humanity comes back. You're like, yeah. oh, they're, okay, we can do this. We can survive. We can come together. We can do better. And then you realize that you're American, and then you lose, like, a lot of respect for <laughs> America. Because it's not like, oh, fuck America. uh it, like... Uh, It sucks bro This country's better It's not that simple It's more of the Willingness to be mediocre Yeah Like it's It's like our It's like our thing It's like If you go around the world (laughs) You know like Italy Like you think pizza And like wine And like old country And Bali You're thinking of you know, just love and cigarettes, yeah, all right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, but like, you know, every country has their thing. And like, I think America's thing is just being mediocre. And you know, that guy, at the,
1: don't tell America that. Well, like <laughs> that, is not, that is
0: not, what we've been told. We are literally like the guy at the, the party who thinks like, we're the guy at the party trying to tell you why crypto is going to make it. No well. right Like, you know, you got that, mm-hmm. the number seven hand fingers, fucking mm-hmm. completely horizontal. Just like, let me tell you how crypto is going to work, bro. That's America. <laughs>
1: it's, I haven't done a lot of international travel, only gone north and south to old Canada and Mexico. Okay. Uh, and I think um, and we, like we, there's some great stuff in this country. Like oh, geographically, yeah. we've got amazing things to look at. We really have amazing, friendly people with amazing food and culture. And then also we don't know how bad we are off in other countries because we're constantly told how great we are. Yes. Like we don't know how poor our healthcare is because we've been told it's one thing our whole life. We don't know how bad our public transportation is because we've been using, you know, city bus. You, you know, it's just like we don't know because we've been told how awesome we are. Yeah, it's. And we could be, the thing is like we could be. We could be really great. We could be aw- we could be awesome. We, be we so could be so much better than we, we are. We could be the best. We could be <laughs> we could like be the, the real best. best.
0: We could literally be the best. Just like the way um, the way America is situated, like we should like planes like shouldn't really be a thing in this country. Like I should be able to hop on a train to anywhere in this country. Mm-hmm. It does not make sense. I should be able to take a fucking bullet train. To fucking Ohio or to fucking <laughs> Chicago or to fucking Houston. Either place to get shot or well, whatever. It's, another, it's like, like
1: another uniquely American issue. Not, I mean, there's other big countries, but, right. like, this place is fucking huge. It's huge. Like, the, you know, the space between New York and L.A. is an entire fucking country. Like, it's not, it's not like Japan or Italy or any of the European yeah. countries where you could do a road trip in a week and see, you know, go top to bottom. In a yeah. week, you can, you know. You maybe get to El Paso. (laughs) I know it's it's a little rough, but like, you know what I'm saying? It's a big fucking place. 10 hours to Flagstaff. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's the most, that is like, as someone who's done that I 10 drive from Louisiana to California, once you cross in, you see like 800 miles to El Paso. It is soul crushing. (laughs) It's like, oh, I have an entire day of Texas and then more Texas.
0: (laughs) It's rough. Nobody in the history of, Life has ever been like yay more texas <laughs> it's like, oh wow there's more rocks
1: i mean you get to go 75 that's pretty or 80 in a couple spots that's pretty sweet
0: texas has some of the mo- like the dopest places on the planet but holy shit like that's a country where you look at and you're like you guys need to start sticking up for yourselves like this whole like everything's bigger than texas don't mess with texas lone star state and you that's got another thing yeah you got like some baby back bitches running your country <laughs> like <laughs> uh, like running the republic of texas it's it's embarrassing bro mm-hmm. like ted cruz that's your senator bro you guys keep him there yeah like greg abbott cool Ooh. like i'm not I'm trying to say anything misogynist or fucked up but greg abbott is a fucking pussy he <laughs> no. is a fucking <laughs> he is <laughs> He's like the worst kind of pussy. He's like, <laughs> he just, I mean, he's
1: like the, that brand. Uh, it just, it just sucks. They suck. He's, he stinks. They only want what's good for like ten people. Oh, it's that's uh, it. Like they want the best thing for like a dozen for like their friends,
0: to, and not even
1: like their neighbors. Like just their friends. Like not even the other rich people. They're like, no, no, no. Just as this, is just from like my friend. No, hundred percent, hundred percent.
0: Like no, nah, my neighbor gave me like a quarter mil. Yeah. So yeah, we're no. Uh, no popsicles on Fridays anymore. Quarter mil. What are you gonna do? 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 They can't do nothing. Uh, uh, but so, all right. Back to the good stuff. Back, back to what the it, good what stuff. Is, uh What is?
1: like the good, the best uh things you eat? You ate in uh, Japan. Like any standout meals
0: standout snacks. There, no, 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 every, no. Everything <laughs> was amazing. If, no, okay, good. No, it's just like there's no such thing as a bad meal. Actually, that's not true. We had one bad meal. Mm -hmm. If somebody's on the corner, like, going, hey, hey, come up here and eat. Hey, that's amazing food. Mm -hmm. The food's terrible. (laughs) A little too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just realized you don't have to do that in Japan Mm because they care so much about having good food. Like, even going to a vending machine, like, going to a vending machine, literally putting in 500 yen to get pork and rice
1: in a pair of used panties. It's yeah. the same vending machine.
0: It, no, they're right next to each other. You gotta, you gotta it's hydrate first. Yeah, yeah, you get you get your. Uh, it's called the Coke Plus, which is Diet Coke first. You get your pork <laughs> rice and ramen, and then you get a, a little fish with custard in it just uh-huh. to cool down. And on your way out, you get a you get some panties, some used panties. how mm-hmm. what a country! It's great. What a country! They got figure it figured out. They got it <laughs> all fucking figured out. Uh,
1: like so, what's the, what's the McDonald's situation?
0: So you know, how everybody was like. Oh, you have to go to McDonald's the best, but get prepared to wait in line. Like, it's going to take forever. It's like very, very popular. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: And, and so, yeah. First I thought of all, it was KFC. Well, I, heard, I always heard that it's like the KFC at Christmas is a very popular idea.
0: I, I, I It might be. I, Yeah, I wait anyway, Christmas. <laughs> KFC,
1: but we're talking about McDonald's. But
0: yeah, McDonald's is, so they got something called the shrimp olay. Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> the shrimp olay. So imagine a fish filet, uh-huh. but the shrimp olay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just shrimp, and it's it's a it's basically a crispy shrimp burger, and mm-hmm. it's whew, it is amazing.
1: Yeah, I like a shrimp. I mean, you it, know, it's, from, it's so from. good.
0: <laughs> it is so good. It's crazy. And they got the cherry, the teriyaki chicken burger. Uh huh. Amazing. And so they have something called the uh, the the uh, double. It's like the double big beef, but I think it's basically a double quarter bounder. But the patties are cooked in soy sauce so it's oh wow woo-hoo. bro it's so good
1: that it's, is you know i i am uh pure american trash because i have i just forgot <laughs> i went to south america for bachelor i went to uruguay yeah uh i have eaten mcdonald's in every country i've been to
0: uh, it's okay good because go, go to this one you know,
1: <laughs> it's a you, i i feel like it's one of those things that you just got to like i shrimp feel like
0: it's fileo. that's what it is shrimp filet set yeah the shrimp filet set oh you don't call it a combo called a set yeah, set i like that you know, it's you know, more formal it's not a meal yeah. yeah you just i'm like yo can i get the the whole thing she's like you want a set I'm like set of yeah, what set it up yeah, <laughs> like, you totally. want a set <laughs> like what well, is this your set what the fuck <laughs> you say to me <laughs> f- like, where are <laughs> you from <laughs> konichiwa motherfucker where are you from <laughs> <laughs> no but uh yeah and uh the whole thing where people are like hey everyone in japan speaks japanese like be prepared mm-hmm. yes that's true they speak English, they just don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it makes sense because, you know, it's the like English is very, very fucking hard, especially if you're coming from an Asian country. Yeah, they're like, just it, completely different just like, the sounds and completely yeah. different sounds. The like, it's a whole reimagining of what words are supposed to do yeah. as well. Like, the whole idea when you're typing in, hey, how do you say hello? How do you say good afternoon? How do you say good morning? How do you say what's up? How do you say how you doing? Like, like, a lot of it, unless you're being a little more specific on what if you're saying how are you feeling, like how are you doing, a mm-hmm. lot of it's just fucking konnichiwa. Like <laughs> but like when you type in those words to say like I can't go up to somebody and say like what's up in Japanese without mm-hmm. using the right inflection words that won't directly translate to yeah, it's what's like, up. Yeah. It's like the way that we use it. So it's very, very it's very, very difficult. But we had translators, uh, pocket Wi Fi. Like it was, the it was great. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. But I I can talk for hours. Well, before we go, it.
1: what's the what was the worst? I want to hear it on the downer. What's the, the worst part?
0: The worst part of Japan, I would say, is that were you no, too big. I,
1: I'm always. That's always my concern. Is like I'm too big for the Harry Potter ride at Universal. Like I can't imagine how I'd, I'd do in Japan.
0: I'll tell you right now, I was too big for Japan, <laughs> and I think that's the worst that you'll have. Yeah. Like the my worst experience was going into. Uh, we got like a just, just uh, we got like a, an old Japanese house, a ryokan. So, uh, mm-hmm. so we got a ryokan, and for one night, just to stay in one, say that we did it. And, you know, trying to sit on the floor and, like, I hit my head, like, seven <laughs> times. And I was, like... Just fucking punched through a paper yeah, wall. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's... I'll tell you right now. When you hit your head once, you're, like, oh, shit. When you hit it again, you're, like, you feel bad. Like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, I got to stop running into things. The third time is when you start to get frustrated. <laughs> so, like, after, like, 10 or 11 times of bumping in your head, like... Shannon's like, hey, are you hungry? I'm like, I'm not fucking hungry. She's like, what is your problem? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. It's <laughs> like my head is Tiny goddamn country. I'm so angry. I'm so big. <laughs> oh! <laughs> like, I, I feel like breaking the whole fucking place yeah. down. But yeah, I mean, the taxis, everything is small mm-hmm. in Japan. We went on this like romantic train ride up in the fucking hills in Kyoto. And Shannon just like leans over me because I couldn't bend my leg. So I'm kind of like leaning on the edge of my seat and standing up in the train while everyone else is sitting down, like looking at the site. Shane like leans over and we're like, uh, Blaine, Blaine and Bennett would not fit. On no. this train. <laughs> like, Did you get to take the child's train. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a luggage cart where you could just like standing room only. You might be <laughs> uh, rough. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was the worst part about Japan is like, I am just bigger than the country allows. Yeah. And you know, it, it, Like after six foot six, like I'd say like after six two, after six one six two, you're fucked anywhere you go. Like the world's just not built for you. Mm -hmm. But like in Japan, they lower that to like five (laughs) seven, and like I'd say five eight. If you're over five eight and a half, like if you're five ten, then you're the country's not built for you. Like I had to like turn sitting in the taxis because they're just (laughs) fucking small. I just feel like
1: are Incredible everywhere I go.
0: Oh, yeah. If you come there, man, I, I want to go to Japan with you and just be like, yeah, I'm with him. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel so bad about
1: uh, think about Andre the Giant when he traveled to Japan. What a big guy in a tiny he, country.
0: He, he might have he eaten some Japanese I, uh,
1: people. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually how that story of Godzilla started. <laughs> I heard, this is a, a great story to end the segment on, mm-hmm. that he was so big in Japan that he couldn't use the toilet, so he had to... Uh, shit in the bathtub
0: <laughs> uh, so did you do that on your trip uh, i did not shit in the bathtub oh, good, good good good. i did not shit in the bathtub cool. i did i did puke once oh no it was very violent it was very violent i drank a lot one night and you know i woke up in the morning and i was like ugh, i don't feel too well so i made some breakfast for shannon and i mm-hmm. and shannon came downstairs and i was like whoop. I think I gotta. I think I gotta let it go. I think I gotta throw up. I figured, you know, I I drank a shit ton. Yes, yeah, so I got to get it out. Like, I ate I ate my food last night. Like I ate like pounds of meat, and we were just cooking in there. <laughs> so I go into the bathroom, and I was like, okay, I gotta yak. But the bathroom was so small, and I got my knee brace on, and I can't mm. bend my knee. I'm like, oh no, and I'm like trying to get down, and my my brain has already seen the toilet. My eyes have locked in, and I'm like, oh god. Uh, what's going to happen? So I try to aim and I'm just like, <laughs> I wasn't ready for the recoil. It fucking hit the toilet seat, splattered back up on me, murdered out the walls next to me. And I'm like, Oh God. And I fucking try to put my hand on the wall. And I get the little <laughs> flip, like <laughs> slide down on one night. And I'm like, Oh, so I'm like wedged on the side. And at that point, I'm like, I just need to get my head in the toilet. So I like drag my fucking face across the toilet seat. That's, which caused the (laughs) splatter, which caused the splatter. And then I started to vomit in there. And (laughs) if I wasn't in Japan, I'd be traumatized. (laughs) But the moral of the story is, the toilets are so fucking clean in yeah. Japan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just like the little song, like, squirt <laughs> Just like, squirting me in the face.
0: The dryer Voo- yeah. blowing me. I'll tell you right now, like, that's the one uh, thing. hoe. That's the one thing that made me, disgust. Like, as soon as I landed back here in America and I went to the bathroom, I'm like, oh, yeah, motherfuckers here, don't wash the ass you yeah <laughs> i was like we're like imagine japan just looking at america and be like oh yeah those motherfuckers don't wash their ass <laughs> 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 like if they had a sign that said no americans on the bar mm-hmm. you know people are like oh that's racist like oh no no it's not racist because we don't wash our ass no like, that
1: may be the like the the thing this country is missing is that most of this country has not experienced a cold jet of water up their asshole oh uh, and it really it changes you as a person it does <laughs> It does. It there's, makes you, it's like it opens your third eye. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know? <laughs> Never used to cut me out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I'll tell you right now, there's some places where you can't regulate the heat. Mm-hmm. And it's that is the only thing that you can explain is a samurai sword through the, like, <laughs> it is creating another, another crack for you. You're just like, you turn it on, you're like, oh. <laughs> and I'll tell you right now, when you travel with somebody, <laughs> it's when you're traveling to japan with somebody <laughs> it's always funny to know when somebody is using the bidet <laughs> so it doesn't matter what room you are in when you are in japan with somebody and you hear here for the bathroom <laughs> you're like oh somebody gotcha. somebody didn't check the pressure <laughs> gotcha i'll tell you being sharing would just i adhere i'd just be like like <laughs> randomly, and then I just hear Shannon in the other room. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa. I'm just like, Pfft. she's like, yep. I wasn't expecting it. You're never expecting it. No. Uh, but yes. Anyway, uh, the reason uh, we are here is I know that you're single dad in it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm exhausted. I'm 18 hours in the future, and the the method I'm using of staying up until like nighttime is not working. And like, I feel like I'm tripping. Like I'm seeing things behind you that are not there. And I'm like, I've gotten used to it. I'm like, okay, that's a hallucination. No, no, they, they're mm. there. Oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> You're just seeing them now. Uh, I know it's a joke, but don't say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am struggling, <laughs> but yes, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Cause we're going to come back and we want to talk about father fatigue. It's mm. a real thing. Um, it's not just about being tired. It's just like, Looming pressure (laughs) above you That you're going to fall asleep on top of something And kill it but anyway ladies and gentlemen (laughs) uh, We're going to be right back with more Papa Don't Preach Me and Ben are going to take a little break Sayonara and we're back i'm here with bennett we took a little break because we had to take a little nap to be honest
1: yeah a couple chair naps no
0: problem with that <laughs> that father fatigue is no joke ladies and gents it's no joke like uh when you are a father there's a point where you reach this would you call it delirium like what's what what's the best word you would use
1: it um yeah i uh like or their younger dude Miro, like I did all the overnights, uh, because Nat was working a bunch and we don't we you know, we don't breastfeed breastfeed he's a foster kid, so we yeah. get formula, So I, I get to do all the overnights. Uh, <laughs> I get to do it. <laughs> so that feeling of just like being completely like in another world, like like you're like just one, like just a little step off of everything. It's a tough place to be in.
0: Yeah. I uh And I'm, I'm I know close. that
1: feeling. I'm close there. Like so we were talking about this earlier. It's a twofold thing. One the new Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, came out last night, nine o'clock, Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> and I say to one A.M. playing it. And that is on me yes. as a human being.
0: That part is your fault.
1: Miro waking up at five AM screaming his little fucking head off. <laughs> that's on him. I He all right, my dude all right, so
0: I am so frustrated. <laughs> it's like
1: the little dude, he um, he's allowed. He's a loud guy. Yeah, he's, you,
0: you've always. Been, I always want to hear that because he's like. You, I'm going
1: to record it and I will play it. Yeah, because it is. Um, he's loud, and then whenever he gets what he wants, he goes, "Thank you." And <laughs> he like changes his, in a heartbeat, and it's infuriating. So this morning was a long. I was up at five, that and like usually they're like alarm goes off at seven. That's when we wake up. They were out of bed at six because so I didn't want to fucking deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> so we were watching. Uh, Miles is really in a yellow submarine. The Beatles mm. song, so we had watched five different versions of Yellow Submarine on YouTube.
0: Ooh, <sighs> that's I've sounds... heard that song
1: so many times. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Nat's out of town, so I'm just you know trying to do what I can to keep him occupied. Um, we were talking about potty training the other night, so this is another reason why I'm tired. Beyond Zelda, which is again on me. Mm-hmm. I'm an adult who chose to play video games late. That's me. <laughs> But the other night, this is Miles, <laughs> <laughs> I get a, a key. He's been really good pottying. Like going to, like literally today before daycare, we were going to the car. He's like, I got a potty, Dada. Perfect. Let's go stop. You guys buckle, are, he's, he was ready to get there. Buckling the little dude. Awesome. Let's go and we'll pee. Like, you know, he hasn't had any accidents lately. So the other night, it's like... 11 maybe midnight like i'm I'm about to go to bed that's the poop an hour i just hear him crying like just like making sad i always like why are you making sad noises you're not crying it's just a sad noise it was more like like wine like like that kind of noise so i walk in and um it took me a second to kind of grasp what was going on because his pants are down
0: and like
1: (laughs) i was like okay what's like do you you have an accident and then it clicks on what happened as i'm slipping in his pile, Uh! pile of piss so he had, he had like, and this is, you know, <laughs> I gave him a nighttime gummy and that's probably the last time I gave him a nighttime gummy. I think, yeah you know, like the melatonin gummies. Yeah. I think they just knock him out of whack. Yeah. So he had literally <laughs> just, he drained like, I don't know, like he opened up a can and just poured it on the floor, amount of urine on the floor. Like it was a lot for a little dude. <laughs> Uh, so it's like, okay. And I, I, you know, I actually had I'm proud of myself, handled it really well. It's like, okay, we'll clean it up. I'm sorry you know what's going on. Like, you know, I'm just frustrated because I slipped and pee We're like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's one, you know, one night that was like, it woke it up night. But yeah, just so I just like, I'm tired. <laughs> I've got some fantastic help, but, uh, you know, my mom's been awesome, helpful. My niece is in town. She's been helpful. My brother's been coming in the mornings. Our nanny's been helpful.
0: Do they, are they, are they hollering for Nat though? Do they understand that she's gone? Uh, and- we've
1: been FaceTiming a bunch. We, um, she's done other work trips and then whenever we work, sometimes it's like, even if we're both in town, like they won't see us in the morning, they won't see me in the morning. They won't see her at night for like two months, you know, oh. just cause that's the way work is with us sometimes. Jesus. Yeah. So they're, they are accustomed to it. They're like, you know, they haven't freaking out about it yet. Uh, also, I haven't been a real asshole. So usually, I'm a real jerk. We'll be like, oh, want mama. <laughs> like, I've been keeping my cool for the most part. Today was the first day I, I, I yelled at Miro this morning. Oh
0: shit! Did you feel like when you did it? Did you feel bad immediately after? Was I it? always
1: do, and like, mm-hmm. I definitely raise my voice, and they make fun of my Miro makes fun of me. I go, guys, and he goes, guys, guys, like, <laughs> guys, guys, mm-hmm. guys, like that's what <laughs> you know. In higher, in higher tones, but out the was like, Miro, stop it. Like, mm. just yelled at him. And he stopped. He didn't cry. He just, like. <laughs> and then Miles went, that's too loud, da <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. I'm very tired. I'm very frustrated. Let's go wake up and we'll watch cartoons. Then we watched Yellow Submarine five different times. Yeah. And we were all A-OK. But that was the only time, and this is going to be the second week I've actually, like, yelled. Which is not, hey, hey. Not too bad. I'm working on it, <laughs> but uh, I always feel like an asshole because I know I could do better. I know I could take a you know, take a deep breath and do it like an adult. But my weakness is me being tired. Like my tolerance level goes down. My tolerance level for you know my annoyance tolerance goes down like Im-
0: immeasurably when I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I just cannot deal with people, oh. even the people I love. Shit, it's just hard. Oh man, I. I lose my shit so easy when I'm tired. Like the, I, like, it's not even just one thing. I know we were describing it as having that sibling that comes into your room. You're like, "Get the fuck out of my room!" Mm-hmm. Just for no reason. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody goes, "Hey man, what's going on?" You're like, "What the fuck you think is going on?" I'm like, "All right, you're not in a good place right now. <laughs> I'm gonna back out of this situation." You seem angry, but yeah, I, my, being dad tired, like I, it's I'm so annoyed that we're both in this right now but i'm so happy because we can actually talk about like that father that that father fatigue like mm-hmm. emotional and physical tired like you're yeah. just like oh, like guys guys <laughs> it's too loud Dana, guys <laughs> you like so like my the tired i'm feeling is more like i feel like i'm tripping like mm-hmm. i i haven't been this tired and you know, I'm scared of falling over. I'm just like, <laughs> I made the joke of seeing things, but yeah, sometimes I'll see like trails of light or things moving like mm-hmm. really fast. Like, I, I'm telling you right now, I thought I saw somebody hiding behind the couch across behind the camera. Mm-hmm. I know nobody's there. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, you right. <laughs> do you know? <laughs> like if something. I just felt like some eyes were just like, whoop! He saw me, and. That's when I start to think to myself, oh, I'm falling into this dimension of the others. And there's Mm. other things that are out there you normally can't see until you're in a lower state of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And then I understand that, yeah, man, you need to get some sleep because now you're just talking gibberish. Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) That second part's the most true. (laughs) It's like you're just talking out the side of your mouth right now. But yeah, like the physical, like this is just physical. Like I can sit here and talk to you. If somebody hits me up and like, hey, man, how you doing? I'll be like, I'm all right. If somebody tries to piss me off, I'll be like, all right, like, let's all calm down. Mm-hmm. Because that emotional part that my son would be taking out of me right now, yeah, it's still there. It's true because like
1: it's, you know, that nice joke is like we're good people. We're not great people. Like, we, like these, <laughs> this is not a grand canyon of patience. Like it is, it is a well that will run dry. And, you know, I get some sleep. And play some Zelda. I'll feel better in a couple. You know, Fill that in well bit. all the way up. But uh, it um one of the things we were talking about earlier, like one of our little our little a hey, little dad hack <laughs> is uh, watching <laughs> watching videos of them. Like I'm cuddling up, but I'm asleep, like just falling asleep. <laughs> like I'm only awake to to pick the next video for them. <laughs> like Miles will grab me by the beard and be like da da, what's da da, and then like Miro just be like da
0: da 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 da,
1: and then just whatever video he wants next, and then put it on for him. Oh. But he he uh, it, <laughs> it got so bad uh, that Miro would start jumping into like our like our bed and getting under covers and me like like making me <laughs> pat down to like sit down and watch videos with him in bed. It's <laughs> like I'm not that tired, dude. I've got stuff to do. I can't sit down in bed and watch videos with you and sleep. Come on, Dad. Come on,
0: video time. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I my my favorite dad hack. My favorite dad hack is when. Uh, I like put my son right next to me, and I'm like, "Oh, you're not? Are you cold? Do you not want to? You want to cuddle up? You want to get the blanket?" He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." He'll grab his favorite blanket and he'll get like right under my arm and dig himself all the way into the couch. Mm-hmm. Man, after like the third video, he's out. He's he's like nestled in this little ball and he's like (laughs) done and i'm like oh sweet we're both gonna pass out right now and it's a good way to knock out like two hours of the day but (laughs) what really sucks is when you're tired and opportune you're not in the opportune time because if you start getting tired around like three or four o'clock and you're like i gotta doze i gotta doze and then your kid falls asleep with you Mm -hmm. that is the worst
1: it's a dangerous, uh, like, once you crack that, like, oh afternoon nap, Oof. dangerous place to be.
0: You wake up, if you wake up after, if, depends, like, four o'clock sometimes is the sweet spot, mm-hmm. like, 3.34, but there's been times where I'm like, all right, well, I fucked up, you know, I'm waking up at, like, 5.45, close to six, mm. with my son on my lap. I wake up, and he's right there, and I wake him up. There's this drool pile down my knee. <laughs> and he looks at me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sad, too. It's going to be a long gonna be a night. Long night. you gotta work. It's going to be a long night. And, like, you know, you're talking about, like, those melatonin gummies. Like, I got some of those, too. Mm-hmm. And there's nights where I'm like, okay, I got to work from home. Like, I'm going to put in, like, four hours at night. So, oh you're going to bed at 8.30. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're in bed, you're watching a video, melatonin gummy. You're going to bed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just turns him into a zombie. Like, he's like got pissed, running down. He's like tr- trying to make it to the bathroom, just pissing himself. And I'm like, ooh.
1: That's bad news.
0: No, nah, man, we're going to use that on field trips, not at home. <laughs> Sorry about that, bud. But yeah, I, it's uh, right now, like getting him to go to bed, like it's really just the story time. Like, if I go mm-hmm. and I mess with him, I do like these little games where I turn him around, I'll read him like a really quick book, like a little pop out one that he'll, like, Gets captivated, throwing some bluey, turn those little LED lights into, like, a nice deep purple or a deep red, and then mm-hmm. he's out. Yeah. It's great.
1: Yeah, we've been doing uh, the older guy's bedtime a little later, so we get to hang out and read extra books, or he gets to play a little bit, and that's, like, been cutting out the eight wake-ups to, like, <laughs> just say hi. Like, like, it's like, you already went to go potty twice. What else are you getting up for? Yeah, yeah. what What are you, what are you just, oh, just going to wave at me and run back in your room? Okay,
0: fantastic. <laughs> What's the ruse here? <laughs> What's the ruse? Now, the good thing that used to happen is you used to turn off the hallway light. Mm-hmm. So Oz will open the door and be like, oh, man, everyone's asleep. He'll close it. And now he knows he could just yell. Yeah. And there's times where I'm not, I told you, I got, a bit, I got a bum knee right now, so I'm not as spry as I used to. <laughs> so <laughs> used to be, and he'd be like, daddy, I'm like, what? He's like, come here. I'm like, what do you want? He's like, come here. I'm like, Ugh dad i'm like oh, i'm coming (laughs) and i get upstairs he's like oh my gosh oh my gosh daddy bluey bluey had a butterfly net he he had a butterfly (laughs) net he was catching butterflies and i'm like bro i get like right into his face like (laughs) nose to nose i'm like if you don't go to sleep right now (laughs) if you don't go to sleep right now i will break every single thing you own everything you know everything you love i will break it if you don't go to bed right now. You're like, okay daddy. Okay. I like I've I've lost control of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst is like now I can't go to bed. I have to wait for the right time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. So I I want to go to bed right now. No, but I still can't. got like 10 more hours. Yeah. I got like 10 more hours and then I can go to bed.
1: And you're at the mm-hmm. point where like I uh because I'm at this point, too, where it's like coffee doesn't work anymore. It's like I have level 99 coffee. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, that doesn't help. Like it's I like guess like drugs. I need real drugs, like hard <laughs> drugs. Are those legal yet?
0: Yeah, it's like doing salvia too many times. It just stops working. <laughs> I didn't know that worked. Oh, oops. Oopsie. See, I'm tired. Don't listen to me. <laughs> but, hey, um, the best thing is knowing how to get out of this. Because, like, when you stay in this cycle of letting, like, your situation control your sleep and not like taking gra- like that mm-hmm. power back, you end up going a little bit crazy. You start dipping into like, you know, insomnia, like, I don't know. It's like, it's like depression and anxiety basically. Yeah. Your it's
1: brain like, doesn't work as fast. Like the, the connections don't happen as well. Start
0: making little mistakes and not learning how to cope. And like, like there's a lot of, so a lot of people don't realize, and I'm not, you know what? I don't want to say a lot of people. There's some people that don't realize that you're, You know, when you sleep, you're basically recharging your battery. Mm -hmm. You're recharging yourself. And there's some skills that we have that curb some of our worst impulses, like keeping our cool and not blowing up, learning how to cope when you're getting angry or frustrated, um, knowing how to communicate when your anxiety gets high, knowing how to talk yourself down. And there's things that you do in split second throughout every day when that person cuts you off or you forget your phone and your phone charger at your house or your kid spills soup on his cell or something stupid happens and when you're tired you don't have those tools they're not working correctly whew, that's when your kid gets backhand and CPS is involved <laughs> well I knew nothing about that oh I'm just personally saying, just saying uh just was, saying, Bennett. I just lost the thought. You got big hands. <laughs> can't go. You can't. You can't do the downward knuckle at your at your kid. This just reminded me um,
1: of Miles <laughs> kicking the shit out of me. Uh, so we've been <laughs> wrestling more. Like this is like after Mira's in bed. It's like okay, wrestling rules. You both have to want to wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't want to have. You don't want to hurt each other. We're just having fun, you know. So uh, I was laying on the ground. I was like throwing him up and like you know, throwing it over my head, over the pillows and stuff. And so he just soccer kicks me in the ribs. Whoa. Like, and it fucking hurts. Like it like snaps and stings and it makes me laugh. And he thinks I'm laughing because it's funny. And it, I mean, it is. And then he kicks me like eight more times, like in a row.
0: You, you got stomped out by your <laughs> son. <He fucking laughs> kicking me like an
1: owed him money like, in my ribs, like full on fucking soccer kicking me. And I'm just laughing because it hurts so much. Like I am shocked at how effective you're kicking my little at my ass, dude. <laughs> i was like all right please stop that really hurts
0: <laughs> it's like what what What? like buddy that's uh, Matt's well gonna we. be coming home some post the <laughs> shit at the house i'm trying to keep it together but <laughs> those dudes whipping my ass <laughs> <laughs> oh but um so yes yeah, so, as i was saying so that you don't get your ass whooped <laughs> is what are some of the tools that you use to kind of like catch up on your sleep or like like besides the the dad hack of squeezing of like your taking
1: it taking a nap as opposed to spending time with yeah, him, yeah. <laughs> uh, Hey, we're cuddling; it counts. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean like another one of my big helps is that I'm in therapy. You know, every other week and talking to my therapist has been helpful. And you know, she is really you know impressed on me that like you, I, I, we need you need time for ourselves to recharge. Like, yes, you need to do an activity that you like. You know, to get your brain out of everything. Like for me, I like video games. I like did you. Biggie games like walking the dog, listening to a book or a podcast, like mm-hmm. anything to like get out of doing the regular routine of dishes, laundry, kids, dinner, diapers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, man, because it's you know because I they deserve it to have me not be a fucking asshole and like
0: yeah I think that's the worst part that weighs on me too is when I'm like short with my kid because mm-hmm. I'm tired. And um, it's
1: not their fault. It's me and how I handle my emotions. That's yeah, hundred percent. Because they're toddlers. Like, I mean, they're sometimes gonna, I mean be,
0: you can't be throwing your foot plates on the fucking ground, man. Can, what's the word? Two things can be true. What'd two you things. Say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on my tombstone. Hey, hey, guess what? We're both assholes here, kid. Let's <laughs> do better. I'm tired. You're an immature little prick. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. You're
1: screaming at me. Another, <laughs> another fucking thing. Oh, uh, this is this is the other morning. So Miro again up fucking early, and we cut him down. He's gonna turn two. At the end of the month, he's getting, he's still got one bottle in him. <laughs> one bottle in the morning, because otherwise, you know, it was, it was a struggle to get all, because it was like eight bottles a day. It was just like, it was his comfort thing. He doesn't, I don't think he cares about milk. As long as it's in a bottle, that's all he gives a shit about. <laughs> so in the morning, I give him a bottle, like early, you know, you know, Miles gets his milk, you know, gets a bottle. Uh, I come back in, because they're, they're up at six, not supposed to be out of bed till seven. <laughs> Half an hour later, they're like causing, you know, Causing a ruckus again, like, screaming, shouting, you know, whining. Miles was like, can I get more milk, please? And then Miles and Miro was like, papa, please. And I was like, okay, fine, where's your bottle? And he points, and it's across the fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> he, he threw it, like, literally, like, across, you know. Like like, overhand. Like, 15 feet, you know, like, across the entire room. Like, from one corner to the other corner. He's like, there. I was like, oh, wow, okay. It's All like right, Randy Johnson. Oh, that's
0: Randy Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Fucking big unit just... I can see, laser rocket arm across the room see you're unhappy with this all right <laughs> get you
1: some more milk so yeah it, it's essential to do to play tears of the kingdom uh not for four hours but for two hours it probably would have been much better so i got you know like i i was like okay I, I get i'll do these three things and i'll go to bed and then i did like a couple more things yeah and yeah. that's again on me that's on you hey trust i'm me. an adult who needs to make decisions and draw boundaries when it comes to video games
0: trust me i was oh, i that's a video game I uh, I uh, didn't have a perception of time when I took my nap yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I was supposed to go to bed at 10. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of tired. But if I stay up a little longer, I'll be real tired. And that way I'm not going to wake up at 4 in the morning and be like, Fack! I'll you know, wake up <laughs> maybe at 5.30 or 6. I thought yeah. I was being a genius. Mm-hmm. So I was playing my vigil game. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do a couple more things. And those couple more things I was just like, all right, looking at my watch and my watch died and I'm like oh, okay where's my phone <laughs> my phone is charging across the I'm like eh whatever it's probably been like an hour Shannon comes downstairs and I was and she's like you've been playing for like 4 hours what's going on I can't sleep and I'm like well all right let's go to bed she's like no it's 3:30 in the morning like we can't go to sleep now no it's now too late it's, like we've missed the window I was like like mm-hmm. I I've, I've like my my heart sunk. Yeah. I'm like oh I missed the window <laughs> it's gone <laughs> And like, ah oh man, I'm this is what again I keep coming back to. Like I'm very lucky that, you know, I don't have my son with me at this moment. Mm-hmm. Because I just wouldn't be any use to him. Yeah. And it really sucks. Like, as you when you become a father, when you become a parent, there's like a certain tolerance you get to like kids crying and kids whining. But there's also certain octaves that they hit and there's certain ways they complain that really fucking drive you insane. I remember this one time when I was coming back from uh from the bay area and this kid was crying and i didn't really care but then he started doing this long screams and long screams so i was like i'm gonna take a look and i kind of looked over to look in front of me like who this was and i saw this dude holding up this kid and he's dark skin and i saw the back of his arm i'm like ah oh, man okay and the kid kept on crying i'm like all right this flight's not that long it's literally like an hour flight <laughs> but we haven't taken off yet i'm like this can't be happening the whole time i like my headphones are charging i'm like oh mm. come on and i i actually my this is my own racism i want to say right now before i finish this story because i assume this is the black dude <laughs> and it wasn't really bothering me but once he got up and turned around i'm like that dude is actually indian and uh, he needs to shut his fucking baby up <laughs> right now <laughs>
1: This Indian <laughs> dude over here. <laughs> I realized then, like...
0: Oh, it didn't bother me. And so I was like, oh, this guy isn't black. I was like, I like oh, it's a black dad trying to get, like, you know, living his life, trying to get his shit together, you know, on a plane by himself, dadding it, being strong, being like the fucking the, the king he is, stepping up for his responsibilities. Ah, that's an Indian dude. Fuck him. Fuck his whole life. Fuck, like, what the fuck? Everybody's fucking here trying to do their thing, and this goddamn baby won't shut up. Like, I switched so quick. It switched so quick. But I was like... I was tired and I realized that I was like, first of all, internal, like I said, internal racism, which mm-hmm. it doesn't. And by the way, everyone in the story, it wouldn't have mattered if that kid, as long as that kid was black, I was cool with it. But if it was <laughs> anything else, somebody shut that baby up. A yeah, so little this white is, devil crying yeah. all over the place. <laughs> the Quincy Ocha. Uh, So, yeah, don't <laughs> think that this is against any of my fine Hindi and Hindu Peeps. no, no. no I a,
1: mean, it's still racist. It's just not specifically. Currently, it's not very racist. Oh, <laughs> well, there oops, we go. Oops. <laughs> Got a couple more points of racism there. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> Keep it in. <laughs> N- Nail the racism landing on yeah,
0: there. Yeah, that's what I stuck. I stuck I Stuck, stuck the, the landing. Swat. There it is. All right. So, um, yeah. I want to talk about father fatigue and um, how I help curb it. So, when I'm currently this tired, what I like to do is stretches. Stretches. A lot of laying down, setting my alarm, Um, ice pack on the forehead too. I I realize a lot of people, unsung, when you lower the lights and you're tired and you're with your kid, ice pack on the forehead, it's really nice. It helps keep your body cold. It helps you breathe. And you won't go right to bed, which is great because you have, you know, your brain's frozen. (laughs) (laughs) But it feels so good, especially when you take it off. Uh, Compression. I do ice compressions on my hand take like an ice pack and wrap up my hand a little tight and shove it in like one of those gel pads Mm -hmm. because that just feels good even when it's not really cold it just like compressions on certain part of your body your knee your thigh calf really help when you're tired you just feel comfortable once you take it off Mm, It sounds nice it's really really nice it it might not help helps me Mm -hmm. um those are some of the weird weird hacks that i have and uh one thing i know is like Once you get on the floor and you start doing stretches and little things, when you do have kids, they'll want to get involved. They want to jump on you. Mm -hmm. makes it a little more fun and helps you kind of get out of that fatigue brain for a minute because even like 10 minutes of your best is better than nothing at all. So, uh, yeah, a little little hacks I throw to you and uh, the people that are listening. Uh, do you have anything that you've done besides um, that? Uh, I asked to drink all year.
1: of the iced coffee I can get my hands on. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, I mean I can't. Like I'm one of the dudes. Like if I sit down, like or lay down, I'm done. So You're I done. have my little yoga ball. I usually bounce on with them and <laughs> I'll stretch on them with with that. Um, it's. See, I mean, I I out. am good at doing a quick power nap. Uh, I am mm. capable of setting an 18 minute alarm. Uh, I'm good at up. power naps.
0: And a lot of people aren't good at napping. No, Nat's terrible at it. Yeah, she I can't
1: did. do it. She always is like, I nap today. She's always so proud when she says it's, <laughs> like, it's like, oh, that's that was today. Like I nap every day.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have not got a day without napping. No. I, pa- uh, I pass up lunches to nap. Mm-hmm. Like I go to my car sometimes instead of like when they're like, hey, you need to take a walk away lunch. I'm like, cool, I'm walking in my car and taking yeah. a nap.
1: <laughs> that um, being a department of one or two people like I am at work, yeah, that's department naps. Or, uh, <laughs> I've snuck up on you on that time. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been
0: like, I'm going to close this door. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, I have been there. Uh, um, yeah. That's good. That's good. Naps. So that's a good one. Yeah. It's like, honestly, naps are a great place to catch up on sleep if you're able to do it because. That extra hour or two hours, if you're able to get during the day, really, really helps when you're not getting that full eight at night. Yeah. When you're only getting five or six.
1: And I do, um, this is my, (laughs) like really, this is my, if I were to write a column on on napping, like, Ben, it's napping tips. (laughs) I set my timer for 18 minutes and I figured it's going to take me three minutes to fall asleep, so I get solid 15. Nice. So if you set it for 15 minutes, you're like, my brain's going to race for at least two, three minutes and not fall asleep at all so that's why i give it 18 so i can get a solid 15 in and then three minutes of bullshit of me you know worrying about what i gotta do next
0: do I'll, I'll tell you right now I'm, i am i'll i set mine i'll be like okay i have to be up at this time that's mm-hmm. when i set it because i know when i sit down i close my eyes and i cross my arms i'm out oh yeah yeah i'm one of those i'm mm-hmm. one i can sleep anywhere Same and boat. that's it mm-hmm. that is it i'll sleep in the car like some of my best sleeps are in a car. Oh, like if a, I'm not like driving, on a
1: plane, like it is impossible for to stay awake on takeoff. You know, I'll, I will fall asleep
0: instantly. I usually wake up when, like, when I get on the plane, I sit down. I'm like, Ugh, how am I going to fall asleep? And I'll wake up to the plane like <laughs> rattling in the air, trying to take off. I'm like, oh shit!
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the environment of a plane. It is. It makes me fall asleep every time.
0: Yeah, it bumps me right to bed. Mm-hmm. Bumps me right to bed. All right, well, thank you for sharing. Uh, we're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back with more Papa Don't Preach. Thank you for sharing your father fatigue. I appreciate oh, it. Oh,
1: all right. See how much more yells I do yeah. while, we're, while she's out of town. <laughs> Keep a yelling, Total. Too <laughs> loud, that. <was> that huh? <laughs> Shut up, you little rat bastard.
0: y'all, thank you guys so much for sticking around, you guys know the deal, this is the end of our podcast, this is called Papa's Pulpit, wah is it hey, there's a sound effect, there it was,
1: that was there it nice. was, thank you,
0: <laughs> so this is the part of our podcast where we pick a subject and we rant about it, either something that makes us happy or something that upsets us, usually something that irks us or grinds our gears, but I'm going to pass over the po- uh, pulpit to my buddy Bennett so you can get started, what's on your mind, what do you want to talk about? What's been working on
1: you? Uh, so in good, relaxing news... Oh, um, thank
0: God. Thank Lord Jesus. I thought you were going to bring it up with school shooting. No, <laughs> no. Thank no, you so it's much. Good.
1: No, <laughs> no, we already... Uh, I can talk about that, too. But we're not going to. <laughs>
0: yeah, not to, not today. Which seems like a... Dis- you know what? I'm getting off. Yeah. I'm tired.
1: My stance is still the same. Yeah. Bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's terrible. Uh, so last night, Mom watched the kids. I would go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 a couple weeks after it's been out. Uh, I... Love the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, mm. the comic book it's based on, I love, I was working in the comic shop. When it came out, I, as a kid, always hated galactic cosmic shit in the comics. Okay. And one of my regular customers was like, dude, you got to read this series. It's going to change your mind. And he was right, because it would fucking, it establishes all the characters that you see in the, you know, more or less how they act in the movie is how they act in the comic book, with the exception of Drax. Drax is a lot smarter in the comic book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was great. There's it's emotional moments. There's lots of Easter eggs in the comics. Like, it's kind of goes into Rocket's um, origin story, so he meets some, like, you know, his, his animal friends at the beginning are, like, references to, like, his solo series, you know, that he, that he had years and years ago. Oh, shit. It was actually drawn by the guy who created Hellboy. It's a super nerdy fact for you. What a geek. Yeah. What a nerd. What a nerd. Um, so there's really, there's some cool uh, references, some cool action sequences. There's one scene where they're like, they're in a hallway and it's like, no sleep till Brooklyn by the boosty boys, like start to finish. Nah. Nice. It's all of them just like using all their powers together, like just kicking fucking ass. It's, it's awesome. It's a badass action sequence.
0: I noticed you didn't start this with saying spoiler alert. So I'm, I like the way you're dancing around ruining the movie for anyone.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they all die at the end, but we Okay. That. Okay. Yeah. okay. We all knew that. Uh, um, what an adult. Yeah, they all stare at the camera the whole time. It's really off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like, it, it's definitely emotional. Uh, you know, the little digital raccoon made me tear up a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a testament to, to the Bradley Cooper's performance as, like, just a voice. Like, he's really compelling. Is just a, you know... And also, it's like the artists that all make that shit possible. It's like
0: visual effects team. Ain't nobody fucking there, but that raccoon made me feel emotions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My only, and this is, hey, I'm usually a pretty progressive guy. Yes. I don't mind uh, when there's like recasting. It will come to race or sex. I think it's all fine as long as it compels the story. (laughs) That's how I I
0: feel. I I feel like it doesn't. I'll 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 wait for my comments. All right. My comments on This the is
1: the one instance of a casting where I, they did a switch that I did not like. Um, there's Ooh. a character. Uh, it's a dog named Cosmo.
0: Okay. I know Cosmo. Oh, it was a
1: cosmonaut dog. Yeah. It's a female voice in the movie. and I, In the comics, I always heard it like a thick Russian accent. It's like a male voice in my head. So I was I was a little disappointed that they, you know, it was kind of a weaker version of Cosmo than it's I had in my head.
0: so funny that that's what pissed you <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was the one I was like,
1: oh, I, I wanted Cosmo. Oh, talk, talk, oh, oh, yeah. Cosmo, talk like this, you know. Yeah. It's a good, dog. Like that. That's what I wanted. That's was not the, what I was got. Was it a lady Russian? It was a lady Russian, but kind of a weak accent. And she kind of had, it wasn't like a powerful voice.
0: Uh, I wish it was more like. Like uh, Like fucking. Uh, what's that? What? Adolf Lundgren's wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what I wanted. That's yeah. what I, I think that, that would have been great. But the literally Russian.
1: that is it. Like other than that, other than Cosmo not being a male
0: that's it. That okay.
1: That's it. The right. dog, the, the the psychic dog. I wanted a, ma- a male Russian voice.
0: Now, it, would you be referring everyone to go see this movie? Is it a good time? Is it worth seeing in the theater? I think it's
1: great. It does a really great job wrapping up the story points that uh, establish. And like James Gunn, I think makes it a really solid movie. Mm. Uh, there are some, you know, it is silly, but it's not overt. You know, it's, there's some crazy silliness, but it's also there's. A little bit of everything, and I okay. think he makes a great movie. And I am happy to see him move over to DC and hopefully inject some life and some like fucking likability into those characters that they desperately need. <laughs> okay, like this is a dude. <laughs> this is a dude that, like, granted, the comic series was you know a, a pretty a pretty solid spine to base it on. Like the story, you know, the character and the characterizations what he took, not the story so much, but that dude took those character and characterizations and made people like a talking tree and a raccoon and Star-Lord, and, like, all these characters that no one give a fuck about. If you mm-hmm. ask anyone who Gamora was it, it, when Iron Man came out, no one. No one no. knows. No one knew who Drax the Destroyer was. I
0: I, I knew like, who Star-Lord was, but I always thought star like, I never, like, read into it. I thought Star-Lord no. was a bad guy. Yeah, you know, it's like, one I was- of those
1: things, it's like, this is the dude who took those characters and, and wrote a story, you know, that compel people enough to want to watch it a bunch, and that's yep. that is a, a huge asset, and clearly why they wanted to make him in, in charge of DC.
0: Yeah, I I like that about uh, DC. Uh, I mean Marvel and uh, where they're going, they what they what they're doing with their characters. I don't like Marvel nerds are like, you don't know who this is. I'll be like, fuck you. That's the whole point of a story. Yeah, he <laughs> doesn't like. i, <laughs> like, I, I try to to
1: be gatekeeping other than Cosmo's voice. But, yeah, uh, yes, I understand that. Yeah, that's a personal um, thing.
0: I get it. I get it. I get it. But, so
1: well written. Good. Uh, the you know He had a, a vision as a writer and director, mm-hmm. which I think brings us to your part. The writers are on strike. Yes. I've been honking at writers here in LA all week, telling them to get back to work. <laughs> you know, you show them support. That's what you yes, do, right? Yes,
0: yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, that's my pulpit, as Bennett brought up, which I, I'm sliding my pulpit back over here, <laughs> is about the writer's strike. And before I get into it, one thing that Bennett did go into is about rewrites and characters and, you know, either them changing. These either D.C. changing red white red headed characters into black people don't know why they're doing that uh, or, you know, putting women in characters that have uh, traditionally been men like I don't care. That's fine. I love a more inclusive platform. We can get our own stories told. But, yeah, if you want to rewrite them or colorize them or, you know, welcome. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just make it good. That's one, two, another.
1: Sorry, to jump back in. The, the bad guy the, uh, was a, a black actor, and he was fucking awesome. Good. Like in the comic, he's a purple dude, so it doesn't really matter what race he is. Yeah. But He fucking <laughs> tore that shit up. He was a good. great bad guy. Anyway, great. back to you.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, the one thing that I, I realized that we kind of been silent about, uh, and I'm gonna make this quick. It's just one thing to think about is, uh, you know, the little the new Little Mermaid coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trailer dropped and everyone on the internet were just like, we don't need black mermaids. And then the other half showing little black girls crying on screen like, oh, my God, I, I've never seen myself as a mermaid, mm-hmm. which to me is weirder. Um, but whatever, I digress. Representation matters. I understand that. But why wasn't anybody losing their shit over fucking King Triton being a fucking Mexican? Now, don't at me. I know Javier Bardem is actually from Spain and he's Spanish. But still, like he's trying like, isn't
1: it just means he's like racially he's like pretty cool you Yeah. know he's, he's, like, he's just like he's like fucking around he's uh, like I'm, having a good time think, what the fuck <laughs> that's like i saw i saw the trailer <laughs> i saw the trailer before guardians that was my first song i didn't know that he was playing the the king it's like oh wow the king fucks
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> good for him yeah i when i saw the full trailer because he's like, got other movie, kids i'm assuming right this movie's gonna suck no. Yeah,
1: <laughs> i uh i don't need to see a a, a realistic crab singing under the sea that's Dude, pers- that is not something get, i need in my life
0: i don't know why they're taking the emotion out of like these characters by making them real animals that talk i'm like
1: it's unsettling like, just don't
0: do that man put goofy eyes on them make them cartoony like we know what we're here to see like I, I can't wait to see what that chef scene is going to be like <laughs> <laughs> with this fucking crab running around. If that priest um, doesn't have a bone, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Uh, yeah, just, I, inauthentic I, representation. I hope, I actually, you know what? I hope at the at the castle, the chef is not a Frenchman. I hope the guy's actually Chinese. I want that song <laughs> to be a traditionally Chinese song. I don't want to yeah. hear Les Poissons, Les Poissons. I'm not going to <laughs> imitate what I think it should be. Because that's a, a little bit too far. Yeah, we had to taste that earlier. <laughs> <more>. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the writer's strike. <laughs> I, I want to talk about the writer's strike right now and how ridiculous this is. For anybody who doesn't know and for our small audience, I, I want you guys to know something about the writer's strike. This is absolutely necessary. It's actually ridiculous that they have to strike to get the concessions that they need. The writers create everything that we watch. Everything that we love, everything we talk to our friends about, they create the scenes that we meme. They create the uh, vocabulary and the tenor uh, that we use in conversations. Like the what we pull off television and movies are things that we get from a writer's room. And what the writers want is to be paid for that and to have executives making record profits and these studios making record profits and streaming and having Cheers reach an entirely new audience and friends reach an entirely new audience and The Office come back and reach an entirely new audience is a testament of the good work these writers do Uh, uh, and not to pay them for this, to try to move them into this private contracting error and push them home and have them write their stories and get on zoom and uh, email each other different scripts and then have executives poke around it and then they go to all these lavish they're back to their lavish life where writers who historically can do this job and raise a family and pave their own way are now living in eat work <laughs> eat workspaces <laughs> in north hollywood and not making any money and not paving their way and like get like it's it's ridiculous. It's, well, it's re- just
1: it, it's like fair is fair. Like ideas are powerful. They're not asking for like it's like a percentage. It's like two percent or three like percent. Having of like,
0: job security as a writer, like yeah. how can you not ask for something? Like this job isn't going to go away as long as you continue to make television and movies. You're going to need someone to write them. Yeah, you're going like, to want the dialogue to be good.
1: They're the spine of the show. Like good writing is what makes you. You know. Good writing is the spine that good acting and good set design and good cinematography and good directing are all based upon. Fuck if you got yeah. shit writing, you're going to have a shit show.
0: Yeah, man. Ask iron fist, ask the <laughs> show iron <laughs> fist on Netflix. Like they, there's a reason Keenan was on for one season. <laughs> like amazing, funny actors aren't going to save your show. You can throw as much money as you want at it. If it's mm-hmm. not going into the writer's room and these guys aren't pumping out gold, you're not going to have a show like, all these like late night hosts that like bring a certain part of the country together just for one hour a night gone yeah like the like these people like every, like writing jokes and scenarios and questions for every single day of the week yeah it's what <laughs> it's
1: like you know we were joking about it over the show like the best thing we're at. Uh, America as a country is exporting our entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> and like those people's ideas and words, uh, you know, like, like you know, for me, it all goes back to comic books and wrestling. But like you know, Stan Lee and those the comic writers uh, had to fight tooth and nail for their to get compensated for their ideas that lasted a century. You know, hundred things they wrote 100%. that people made billions of dollars off of their ideas, and they didn't see jack shit. Like a lot of those comic r- creators uh, ended up in poverty just because they. You know, because of, you know, because of what the work situation was at the time, which was an unfair work situation. Like, yeah, and it's like those. Are, if if your ideas are good enough to last, you are good enough to get compensated for it.
0: I think it's basic. It's basic. Is just. You do a good job, you get paid for it. And if you're going to continue to use my work, I want to get paid for it. Yeah. Like, there's no reason actors should be getting residuals and producers and studios should be getting residuals. But the people who created it should not. It's ridiculous. It's it's not fucking fair. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think that we're in a... Because the Writers Guild is a very, very small organization... A relative to all the other unions out there in the world and yeah. <laughs> this country. I don't think that America understands the reach that these, and the influence these writers have had in our life. And just like the idea of this job not being protected mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's entertainment, but that's all we have. It's literally all we have.
1: It, it's like, it once is, this goes yeah. away,
0: this is, it's literally just poverty porn reality TV and the fucking Island boys on TikTok. Like that's it. That's the life that you're gonna be living. Yeah. That's it. And you know that that can they they're showing us right now it can all go away. I think the studios are playing with fucking fire. Mm-hmm. We've already created a reality boom from the last fucking writer strike. It's not going to happen again. You can yeah. throw as many cooking shows and singing shows out at the public as as you want. Like right now we have access to everything. Mm-hmm. And we saw in the pandemic that Okay, great. Nothing new is being made. You're going to survive three or four weeks until we reach the end of the internet. (laughs) So you better get back in there and start making some new shit. Yeah, people need content. Like, if you don't, like, people are going to start cutting off their shit. They're going to be like, all right, cool. I have everything I need on Peacock. Buy Disney. Buy Netflix. Or I have everything I need on Hulu. Buy Paramount. Fucking buy Showtime. Like, this stuff is all going to go away. You're going to see how fragile it is. And, yeah. Anyway, you guys... Support our the writers guild. Go online, uh, go to sagafter.com. If you live in the greater Los Angeles area, show your support. Um, help donate to these causes. Um, make your voices heard. Fucking berate and attack these studios online. Don't go storming <laughs> Sony. <laughs> yeah, go to but, picket line. You know, yeah, give
1: out some snacks. Say hi to celebrities. Support them.
0: Support them anytime you can. Just drive into Hollywood. You see a bunch of protesters, drop off some donuts, some napkins, and water. Help these people because they're gonna be around. We need them in our lives. They're part of our uh, greatest American export and part of our generation. Lives
1: like more fun to be.
0: It's literally the only thing I like is sitting at home and watching Game of Thrones, which had great writing until season eight. Anyway, (laughs) um, we've reached the end of our pod, guys, and I want to thank Bennett. So much for stopping by even though you got father fatigue And I'm glad I'm still awake
1: Yeah, I think we're all going to go to sleep right now
0: I think that's what's going to happen Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in Big shout out to Blaine Pierre, our producer Aaron Mostow, DNA, they do our music Ladies and gentlemen, this is Papa Don't Preach Welcome back and we'll see you next week Bye everybody Sayonara, sayonara I don't like the way I sounded when I said it You can try it again sayonara. Much better. Much better. Very Japanese. <laughs>